What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Saturdays and Seltzers. Sarah and I are finally back together on this week's show. We have tons of MLB talk for you, lots of NHL trade deadline, some NFL draft updates, maybe some predictions. We have a great show for you guys. Let's have a good one. Let's go. It's Saturday. Yeah. Gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah. Kendra, I see you ladies. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. Uh. What is up, party people? Welcome back to Saturdays and Seltzers, or welcome if you are new here. My name is Kendra Middleton, and I am joined by my co-host, Sarah Griffin. Sarah, it's been two weeks off. How are you? Pretty good. Good, actually. Yeah. Okay. How are we doing? Good to hear. Um, I am also good. I, if you don't follow us anywhere or you're a new listener, um, I had a concussion from snowboarding. So I, after we already took a week off because Sarah got sick. So we've been off for two weeks. It's been a minute. So bear with us if we are, you know, a little off for a minute, but I feel like we're okay. Um, Sarah, are you feeling better? Yeah, honestly, I was feeling great up until like five minutes from now. I just texted Kendra. I was setting things up and like a spark, like like it was like big. <laughs> I thought I'm gonna start a fire or something. Oh I don't God. know. So I didn't. My I don't have the ring light in. My laptop's not plugged in. I do have full battery, so knock on wood. We'll be but, okay. We'll make it work. Yeah, up until then, I was like, things are going great today. <laughs> Life is great. Okay, well, you said you are drinking. So before we get to our HLH, I really, really, usually if you if you listen to us, we will do our HLH first and then talk about what we're drinking. But I'm so like anxious to try this because it sounds disgusting, but I'm so intrigued. So I want to talk about this first. Sarah, what are you drinking? I'm just drinking my mar- spicy margarita again. <laughs> spicy margarita. Tequila Tuesday. We need That's to make right. it happen. We need to. Um <laughs> I realize that it is March, but I went grocery shopping yesterday and saw this at Trader Joe's and was like, I just need to know. I need to know. So I am drinking a pumpkin spiked seltzer water in March. (laughs) This is, I just, I'm very, I need to know. So it sounds very hit or miss. Okay. Ugh, it does not smell good. (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't really know. I, mm. I don't know, dude. Okay. So you remember when we tried the flannel pack of Bud Lights? Do I ever? It tastes, <laughs> it tastes like one of those, but like less like syrup. Like if Whole Foods made a version of like the Bud Light seltzers. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but I'm gonna drink it and maybe when I'm done with it I'll see how I feel because right now <laughs> I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw it out there I'm really high <laughs> and this just threw my brain into a pretzel before any of you come at me I do live in Massachusetts I am off of work for the day and I'm a freaking adult um but yeah so I'm just gonna let you guys know that now so this just really like threw me for a loop um uh, but, but we'll see how it goes so HLH has probably become 
my favorite segment that we do. I don't know why. It's just always hilarious to me. But if you're new here, we do this <laughs> segment called our HLH, which is our high, low hero of the last week. This time I am just doing a week, even though it's been two weeks. So Sarah, what's your HLH? Okay, I have a couple things or a few things for my high. One is that the sun's been out because mm. I feel like I've just been in a funk for the last three months. And then <laughs> I've got it for three months. <laughs> yeah. And then like the sun came out Wednesday, like last Wednesday is like 65. Like I had school and stuff. But I was just like, you know what? Life's worth living. <laughs> and I'm just kind of riding that high. I'm like, you know what? Things aren't that bad. <laughs> well, so daylight savings is Sunday, correct? Oh yeah, yeah it is. Or no, not this Sunday, next Sunday. Oh, it's next Sunday. It's, it's the thirteenth. Okay. So that's 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 a high. We'll we'll take that. But yes, the sun has been so nice. Yeah. So the sun being out is one. Friday night I had off. We just had like a girls' night, but like I actually got to go out and like do shit and like socialize, and it was okay. Amazing, amazing okay. thing to happen for me. Good for you. And then my favorite thing I think that happened is today, I don't know if you saw my tweets, I woke up this morning. Well, first of all, I woke up this morning at like 5.30, just randomly. I stayed at my friend Maggie's and I checked my phone to see what time it was. And I had this text from this kid that I went on yes. a date with in June. Yes. And we went mini golfing. It's the only date we ever went on. Like, I kicked it. When I tell you, I beat this kid's ass at mini golf. Like, it was so like one of the prouder moments of mine but I've never really thought of it since then like he just like got so angry but I was like okay this is not someone I like want to really associate with like this is weird (laughs) it's just Mm -hmm. mini golf like it's okay like I wouldn't get that upset about it I didn't know we were going and he seems to have this whole thing planned out I just kicked your ass but anyway is he a golfer because if so that's even worse I know he does like golf regularly Anyway, we had not spoken since like the next day. I was like, yeah, like I just don't really see this going anywhere. And he's not happy, but that was the last we spoke. And then today I woke up at 530, just checked my phone and I see this kid's name. And like, I honestly forgot that he, he existed because <laughs> he doesn't have social media. So like, Who the, that's never... a red flag. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a whoa. fucking red flag. Sarah. Well, I have something else to add on to that once I'm done with this story. Is this Chaz 2.0? <laughs> You're going to kill me when you hear how I met this person. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyways, I see his name and I was like, I saw the tags just like, you're not even that good at golf. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm just having one of those weird dreams where you wake up and like, you Fever think dream. you're like, and I was like, this is not real life. Like, why? No, no way. I go back to bed. I wake up. My alarm goes off at 8. And I go to respond to a text I got at, like, 7.30. And I'm in my messages. I'm like, wait, that text is real. It happened. <laughs> he actually did text me at 3.20 in the morning. 3.20. On a Wednesday. Oh, no, sweetie. What is you doing? And I'm like, okay, no, you're not like out and about because he works like finance or something. <laughs> I mean, I I don't put it past a, a finance bro. Does he live in Southie? No, here's the thing. He lives on Hampton Beach. What? That's your I'm at the- Sarah, the red flags are <laughs> no, just wait till you hear where I met him. 
Hampton is like New England Daytona. You met him where? At Bernie's. Sarah, do you know how many drunken nights I have spent at Bernie's? I was so drunk and he asked for my number and I honestly, when he texted me the next day, I was like, I don't know what he looks like and he doesn't have social media. So the first time I like saw this he was very, very cute. So like, it was I, like a blind date? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah. And You're kidding. reappeared at 3 20 in the morning. <laughs> Hello? He was probably leaving. Oh, Bernie's is closed for the season. Never mind. He was probably like at freaking Wally's until like 3 a.m. <laughs> what the fuck? And I was Sarah. like, well, I can tweet this because I know he'll never fucking see it. <laughs> Watch him have a burner to just follow you. Probably. I'm like waiting to get some because fuck you you stupid bitch <laughs> or one of his friends that would be so on brand i'm just waiting i know i probably will get off this like but yeah that's how high just because then i had a confidence boost all day like wow that was june i have been living for you're still months. caught up jeez like sweet good for me good for you so that took a bit of a turn just because I didn't give the people the full background. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. Okay, okay. My low, my lows have been apartment hunting because Boston rent's insane. And what then also telling? you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> euphoria is over. So that fucking sucks. It's not coming back till 2024, but mainly apartment hunting has been brutal. <laughs> my landlord is trying to raise our rent 80%. When he put 80. A, 80% and he put a clause in our lease that said, if we didn't let him know by March 31st, if we wanted to renew or not, it auto renewed at five, like at a 5% increase. So we are telling him that like, that's what we want to do. It's a lease that he signed. And he was like, he's like been saying, nope, we're like raising your rent. So we've been like calling around to like, see what our rights are and stuff. But it's been like insane. Everyone's rent's going up crazy, crazy, crazy. 80% though. 80, not like maybe six times. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I am not moving. No way, no how. It's tough out there. <laughs> Do you know how hard this was to put up? Hello? No, I am not leaving. <laughs> I, yeah, once you have the SNS and Boston sign up, it's over. It's That's over. <laughs> you can never move. Never. That is not Boston of him. Could, Your landlord is not Boston. He is not Boston. Anyways, uh, my hero, I didn't know that next week was my spring break till yesterday. My professor was like, So, what's everyone's plans for spring break? Like, and I like must have made a face or something. He's like, Okay, Sarah just found out we have spring break. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I was like, I knew it was in the month of March, I did not know it was next week. He's mm. like, Okay, like, so you don't have anything planned? I was like, if I knew that spring break was coming up, I would have planned something. <laughs> true, true. I'm like, nope, I don't. I'm going out for your birthday. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, this is my last episode on the right side of 25, ladies and gents. <laughs> Give it up for 26. I'll be at 26 on Tuesday. I actually used to hate my birthday. Like, I've never really big, big, like, been big into my birthday, but. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of into my birthday this year and I think that that's okay. Like 
it's 26 yeah it's 26 it doesn't matter but like I grew a lot last year a lot of bad shit happened to me a lot of good shit happened to me and I think I, that's what I want to celebrate is that like I'm good with where I'm at in the like last year of my life so you know what I'm not a birthday person but I am a birthday <laughs> person this year and if you don't like me that's fine because it's international women's day too so you have to like me that day <laughs> so tell me happy like birthday you- on Tuesday your birthday's on International Women's Day? Hell yeah, it is, bitch. <laughs> I know, I'm so excited. That's why I love my birthday is because I feel like it's a really good day in the news too. Like you hear so much cool stuff about, especially like in our side of the world about like women in sports and stuff like that. So like, I think I think it's a cool day to be born on for sure. Like I would, I, th- I think it's sick. See, my birthday's on Women in Baseball Day, which used to be super Ooh. cool when I was like, still like, yeah, I want to work in baseball. So now I'm just yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Good, good for a woman in baseball. I'm no longer one. <laughs> Rip. We have more on that coming up later in the show for sure. Uh, we have lots of baseball to talk about because in the last two weeks, a lot of craps happened. Um, and we haven't really talked about baseball together. I feel like we talk a lot about hockey, like when we chat, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like we don't really talk about baseball because we're both kind of over it, but. I would say they haven't given us much to talk about till right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, my HLH, my high was in New York, specifically the food I had in New York. I had such good food in New York and I have been daydreaming about it since so much to the point where like, I don't even want to eat anything that's like not gourmet this week. I'm like, no, it's just like not good enough. (laughs) So, um, I guess that's my high, my low. I was cleaning out my phone while I was on the train the other day and I found a picture of Chaz. (laughs) that kind of okay if you are if you have not been here since the absolute beginning day one like literally and like at like wow that is probably actually our first episode yeah we went out one night with this kid named Chaz and he wound up being an absolute fucking douchebag and now we hate him and I found a picture of him on my phone so it was just kind of like a funny full circle moment um so but like seeing his face I just got like re-mad I don't know does that happen to you do you ever like see someone and you just get like re-pissed every day I look at my snapchat memories from like the last two years and it's Mm -hmm. been the same fucking person Mm -hmm. I'm like this is the worst way Mm -hmm. to start my day right now like I've just stopped looking at my snapchat memories to start off I wish you could block like certain a people. face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my other low was that I had a bunch of shit going on with my computer and my computer, thanks to a product Apple sold me like that they shouldn't have like fried my internal stuff and I had to have it fixed. Um, and it killed my third external hard drive of the last six months. And so I lost everything and can't get it back. So that sucked. And that happened to me a couple months ago too. I'm sure you remember that. I was like, did that just happen? Yeah. So I think that I have learned my lesson. I need to invest in a second external hard drive because I just, at this point, (laughs) I don't know what else to do. Um, My hero, I obviously covered uh, some college basketball the other night. If you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you probably saw that. If you don't, I covered a game the other night and um, I didn't know this, but the playback guy put me dancing that I didn't know I was being recorded rolling into Bruins pregame so you know what whatever screw it I'm okay with it it was kind of hilarious but my mom texted me and she was like what just happened (laughs) (laughs) so there's that that was my my hero I guess 
Um, I think that I have made my mind up about this and I don't like it. I would not repurchase. So Okay, that's what I kind of figured. <laughs> it's a pass. It is a pass from me. Um, I guess we can, you know, we hinted at talking about some baseball. We can start off with baseball just because it's such a big topic right now. Um, is baseball, like, is baseball canceled? Like, are, are we done? Like, I, I'm kind of over it. Like, I don't even want a season at this point. Like, I definitely want a season. I know, like, right now it's just, like, the first two series are canceled. Like, not even they're going to make it up. Like, I know they said players aren't going to be paid for it. Whatever. Spring training, who the fuck knows what the fuck's going on there. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I don't know. It's, like... I will say I got a lot of shit when I was like, oh, I'm switching from baseball to focus more on lacrosse. Oh, people gave me a lot of shit for that. I'm like, look what's fucking laughing now. Not just yeah. a prick, but I'm like, so True. many people thought they could go and tell me like that was a terrible career move, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, look who's employed and look who has a season still. And- talk your shit, girl. Talk it. Seriously. <laughs> talk your shit. I'm like, fuck you guys. Because mm-hmm. all like, I feel so bad just for everyone in baseball because the fact that I think we've said it before, the fact that this sport has four or this league, I should say, because there is other this baseball league, <laughs> this fucking league, for <laughs> like fans to like actually get into like the like finances and business of the sport, like just tells you everything you need to know. Like, I'm sorry, as just a pure baseball fan, I want to watch the game. I want to shout some random shit at people. I want to mm-hmm. heckle people. I want to eat yep. my hot dog. I yeah. want to have my beer. I yep. want to worry about nothing else. Like, why the fuck am I, as a fan, to throw, well, the CBA and, like, this <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up. I don't know what those words mean, and I'll fucking say it. I'll admit it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Good for you. Good for fucking you. Go off, queen. It's okay <laughs> to say you don't know, because sometimes there is some shit that people don't know that we're talking about, and they're willing to admit it, so you know what? You might be smarter than me at something good for fucking you. If I don't know it, I'm going to tell you I don't know it. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, I understand the lockout. I understand like what the two sides are fighting for. But then when they get into, oh, they're going to the 13th round of arguing. Because, like, honestly, when that all was going on, that was during the 7-0 uh, Bruins King game. So I'm like, mm. look at my Twitter time when I'm trying to work. I'm like, can these baseball people shut the fuck up? Like, yeah. this is the best Bruins game. But I'm like, they're probably telling me to shut the fuck up, but it's true. I'm like, seriously, we're going to the 14th round of arguments. Like, you aren't there. Like, what the hell are they arguing about for 14 rounds? Well, so my whole point this entire time, and I haven't really seen a lot of people talk about this, is kind of the PR nightmare that MLB has kind of found themselves in at this point. And it's all their fault. And I think it's kind of hilarious because if you look at it from the perspective of all of these baseball writers everywhere should be talking about trades and spring training and all that crap and they have nothing else to write about to the point where they dug into what's actually going on and what's wrong with you guys and what you're doing and now that's Mm -hmm. the entire headline when that shouldn't even have been in the conversation right now and it's like on top of everything else that you guys are getting shit on for right now it's just making you look worse you're losing more money people are losing respect for you you're losing fans and people like you and me and it's just they keep kind of fucking themselves over worse and worse and worse to the Mm -hmm. point where I, how are they have to be concerned with how much money they're losing with all of this going on? Like, and the whole thing is about money. So it's just kind of comedic to me at this point that this is how this is going up, going down. And you, you guys just keep making yourselves look worse and you're digging yourself into a place that you're not going to be able to get out of. 
No, it's so true. Especially what you say with it be a PR nightmare. Cause I was listening to a podcast recently and it was talking about lacrosse and lacrosse getting free agency in the PLL. And yeah. like, yeah, like look at like baseball, like, cause obviously like with lacrosse, it's tough to keep buzz in the off season. Cause they don't have like this big free agency frenzy like you see in like the major four leagues and they use the example of baseball and like that's how people stay engaged all off season because you always have these big trades or these big contract signings and stuff but like now you're having none of that and the only publicity you're getting like you said is writers being forced to cover this lockout because what else are they going to talk about they literally can't talk about anything else except maybe like minor leaguers that are even Mm -hmm. on the 40-man roster which unless you're like a diehard fan of a team like most people they aren't really digging into that type of stuff or they're not like if you're not a diehard minor leaguer fan I guess but, but that exposure general, is getting them in trouble man I'm like now like you're in the news like I saw people posting on their story about the MLB lockout and I'm like I know you don't watch baseball so I don't know why you care but mm-hmm. the fact that you're posting on your story because that's what's catching your eye is not good like you know it's bad poll on my yeah. Instagram like is baseball washed like all yeah. this stuff and there were some like people that said no that I was kind of surprised because like I don't think you like follow baseball in any way so like I'm not sure if you entirely know what you're saying yeah but then there's also people that said yes I'm like I don't think this person really follows baseball (laughs) yo I can tell you right now we love baseball like if you have followed us for five minutes you know that we love baseball like summertime up here hits like nothing else we spent how many nights on the monster last year not only the season through the playoffs, like how like the games we went to, all that stuff. It's like, we love baseball. Yeah, we love different teams, but we love baseball. And it's like to the point where I don't care whether there's a season or not right now, as long as people who I like are taken care of, mm-hmm. fine, fuck it. Like, and all the people, all the players who have retweeted, I don't remember whose tweet it was and I'm really blanking on it. It's going to drive me nuts. Who said was it Rizzo that it was Anthony Rizzo he said that this is for the future generation of baseball good for fucking Anthony Rizzo dude Mm -hmm. oh I will say I got a lot of mad responses to my Instagram poll because obviously my a lot of minor leaguers follow me and they're like it's not just major league baseball like baseball's not watched like you can watch like watch this this is us I understand that I do and I'm not blaming anyone except Rob Manfred and those high up Mm-hmm. I'm like, but you have to admit they're fucking killing sports. Like, oh yeah, he's yeah. absolutely killing the sport as a whole. I was like, okay, that's the only point I'm trying to make here. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's a tough place to be. I think it's a tough time to be one, a baseball fan, and two, someone working in baseball. I think it's a really tough time. But mm-hmm. I do kind of hope that this will lead to something better for the future of baseball because I love baseball I love it in the summertime like it's just it's one of those I don't know it just it's like one of the the things that I enjoy so I hope that it gets a little bit better but speaking of talking about things that you don't understand as an NHL fan a Bruins fan what the fuck is going on with David Krejci I'm so confused David Krejci yeah, I've seen that he's like not playing in the NHL or like something like that. He's like staying somewhere. I was reading an article today. Do you have you oh, heard? So of- he's been playing like you know how he left the Bruins. He's like I'm gonna go play at home in yeah. Czech, like Republic, whatever. So he's been playing there. I think what 
you probably have been seeing is the like narrative that Bruins fans have been trying to spin okay. that there's a chance he comes back. Okay. Which one he like made it pretty clear. Like I have no intention of coming back this season, which mm-hmm. I think maybe they kind of ran with like, Oh, like he's open to coming back in the future. But okay. then one, the deadline for him that for him to have joined the Bruins, I think has already passed Two, he went to the Olympics with the Czech team. Like, and three, he's already back to his like club yeah. that he's playing for and he's been killing it. Like, yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's reached past the window now that he can't even come back here if he wanted to. But then there was a writer, one of the Bruins writers, um, tweeted at Brad Marchand, like asking him about like, oh, now that you have that second line with like Hall and Pasta, mm-hmm. like, do you think like David Krejci's even missed? Like, do you think he'll want to come back? Like mm-hmm. this finally got this like solid second line. And Brad was like, David Krejci's like not on our mind. Like yeah, he okay. chose that. He wants to play in front of his family and friends and he has every mm-hmm. right to do that. Yep. And that's just like not our concern. We're just happy for him. It was just, I think, kind of like one fan spinning something. Yeah. And then also mm-hmm. just that writer caught traction because yeah. Brad didn't end up responding. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was so confused because I read that article today. And I was like, I thought it was pretty clear that he wasn't coming back. And I just, yeah. the, I think Bruins Twitter kind of ran with that a little bit. And I yeah. just, yeah, I was, I was confused. As they do. Yeah, as they as do. As they do. Um, something that Bruins Twitter did not run with though, that I think they should have, is the fact that Charlie Coyle is a Pisces, a Pisces man. If you're not into astrology, fuck you. Like give us like our three minutes of girl time other than our freaking later segments. So shut up for 30 seconds. He does just not seem like a Pisces man to me. You have to explain to me though, because I only know like about like Gemini's because I am a Gemini and then like people that I've dated what their sign is. I've never dated a Pisces like man. So I need. They're like emotionally manipulative. Really? Oh, yes. I don't, I mean, I don't fucking know Charlie Coyle who am I to say it, but. <laughs> um, I, if I found out that the father of Bodie and Gracie was emotionally manipulative, I think that that would be my 13th reason. I'm just no, throwing same. that out there. Same. Because I just, I, if he is, don't ruin that for me. I don't, I've talked to, I've interviewed him one time. He seemed like the nicest human in the whole world. I love watching him play. I love him and Danielle. I love their dogs. <laughs> don't ruin this for us. You know, we're fangirls, but I just had to throw that out there because I just, it, I, it really threw me for a loop. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> um, so I wanted to get your opinion on the Bruins trade deadline, because that's another thing that I feel like Bruins Twitter has run wild with and it's kind of concerning me for the fan base a little bit I also saw that Thomas Hurdle could maybe come here from the Sharks which makes me sad but happy I don't know so I want to get your thoughts on what's going on with the trade deadline for the Bruins since you know we got like three weeks left I think like March 21st or something I think like it's that. March 21st yeah yeah this kind of overlaps with one of the points I have with my Jake DeBrus thing just okay. because Jake DeBrus did the other day say like even like he's not such like the biggest hot streak, you know, he's up on the top line. I was like, I still want him. to be traded. I am too, which I'll get into that because like I was going off to my sister the other day because you know Lauren's like the well, most let's just go into the hockey fan. stuff now. Yeah, whatever we let you yeah, okay. let's get into it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the other night, Jake DeBrus has first career hat trick. It was it started off as his fifth goal in five games and then just kept adding on, adding on. So it ended up being a natural hat trick, which is crazy because also Mitch Marner, I only know because I was uh, covering that game, had yeah. his career hat trick a couple days before. It was also a natural hat trick, which 
I feel like there's not a lot of those these days. So I was like, it's kind of weird that happened a couple times within one weekend. And also they were both there first. But anyways, that 7-0 Kings game was just like unreal. Great game. But yeah, obviously the big thing lately has been Jake Brusk. Everyone's talking about how yeah. great he's been playing. He's got this hot streak, you know. He's up the on the top The packages that could wind up happening with him. Yeah. And so then I think it kind of turned into, oh, well, if Bruce Cassidy's playing on the top line, like, then maybe he is kind of sticking around. Like, I was like, no, this is very clearly like, okay, here's like him at his prime. Like, yep. let's showcase him with Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand because no one can play poorly next to them. Which, for the record, when they played that first game in, um, was it against the Sharks? I think it was against the yeah. Sharks. Those two goals he had in that game, he neither of them he was even on the ice with uh, Marshawn and Bergeron at the time. So I'm like, it has nothing to do with who he's playing. He just is on this hot streak, and that's not like uncharacteristic of him. We've seen him go on these streaks so many times, and yeah. he has these low lows where mm-hmm. where people have problems with him. Yeah, but again, right people now, were calling like, for him to get sent down at one point. You know, yeah, because right now we're seeing probably the best he's been playing in his career. Like, granted, it's a very short time frame, and I think he did like. In those early the seasons. best in his career. Yeah, like over long term, he definitely had better seasons. But right yeah. now, if he continues on this, I think this would easily be his best season if he can just go from this point on. But again, streaks are normal. We see in every sport. And he is on such a hot streak right now to the point that now I've seen a lot of Boston writers have kind of turned from like the narrative. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. They're like, here, like instead of trading to for this, this, this. I saw an article today from, I'm not going to name names, obviously, but. It was a writer who had a lot to say about Jake DeBrus, maybe not even a month ago. And now it's, this is why we should keep Jake DeBrus. I was like, fuck you. All right, fuck you. My question <laughs> for you. That. Yeah, so I'm right there with you. I'm like pro Jake DeBrus. If he wants to get out of here, cool. Like do whatever is best for the kid. But my question is, I, I don't think if you know hockey at all, regardless of what you want for him, his trade value is peaking right now. And yep. if you want any sort of return for him, you do it and you do it right now because it's best for everyone if you do it now. You're going to get at least a decent return for him. One and two, he'll be happy out of it. And then you guys look, you guys can leave on as civil terms as you can possibly have because then if you keep him, you risk him not wanting to play where he's at anymore. And he's obviously not going to be producing the same way if that's how he feels. Yeah, no way. Like, I don't think it's realistic to ask anyone. Like, he's scoring every game. Like, sometimes now multiple goals per mm-hmm. game. Like, just in general, you can't keep up with that trend. Like, there's no, like, David Poster and I can't even keep up with that. Like, no. you're going to have your offense. You're going to have your streak, like, lows of the streak, whatever. But, yeah, that's the thing. Like, his trade value is at the highest right now. And I honestly think it's kind of annoying that someone went, like, I understand wanting to ask, like, oh, he's playing good, but to go back and ask like oh like does he still want to be traded of course he still wants to be traded like he's been in this limbo period now for like so long that's probably reached the point that he's getting more frustrated because yeah. he is still here and now he's like okay i'm at the height of my game please trade me away like trade me away and another thing i'd like to say is he did get a girlfriend in i want to say december but remember how like wei had all this shit to say about was it swayman and it was swayman and his girlfriend and they're like, oh, like she's the cause of this. I was like, hmm, funny how you're so quick to blame the girlfriend in like negative play. And but now Jake, Jake DeBrusk <laughs> his ass off since he got a relationship. 
shout out to my girl Mia okay yeah like, <laughs> come on the show Mia I would say we follow each other on Instagram so I'd be like hey girl like we don't give a fuck about your boyfriend but like do you want to come on our show come have a bev <laughs> do it do it I love it. Okay. So I'm like, credit to Mia if that's how we're going to play this game, this market. (laughs) Yep. We'll give you all the time to talk shit about anybody you want, anything you want. Come (laughs) hang. Stop by the show. Um, But since you actually brought up Swayman, I do want to talk about you have his like February stretch in here, him winning rookie of the month. Mm I... I'm just so happy for him. Like we, if if you've been listening to our podcast and we say this all the time, it's like, if you've been listening, if you haven't been listening, whatever, but it's like, we have been like the biggest Jeremy Swayman stand since like the season, even like before the season started. So it's like, I would say the only person above us is Cam. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Yep. Sway Butte. Go follow Cam. Shout out. We have like a Cam and a Dilly shout out every week. So um, (laughs) go follow Dylan Sanders and our friend Cam Davis. Shout out. Hello. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm having so much fun. I just, it's, it's cool watching people that you have covered in the hockey East or like watching the hockey East and stuff like that, like be successful in the NHL. It just feels more close to home. It's cool for those stories. I, and he's just such a cute kid. Like, and I call him kid. We're like the same age, but no, he's so freaking cute. He did a post-game interview with Jack Edwards and Jack was like, Oh, like now that you've been back up from Providence, like obviously no one wants you down there, but like, what's the thought? And Jeremy's like, I don't know. I wasn't like, full of it. he's like, I'm just happy to be here and we're winning games. Like I'm having a great time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're so cute. And that's so fucking like, that's the perfect answer. He's like, I don't care. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> okay. I do have, I want your opinion on something because do you have like, we, we know that I love to come up with crazy theories. And I have one and that it's Jeremy Swayman gives me cat guy vibes. See, the only reason I don't agree with it is because I know he's <laughs> such an outdoorsy guy that I feel like the outdoorsy guys are always the dog people. Mm. See, like, I feel like he's like, like a- in a, out in Alaska, like hiking around and shit and like in <laughs> he's like the golden retriever of human beings though like I feel like he's just so happy mm-hmm. to exist that like he needs something like a cat or like has something like a cat and like finds like just like the cool like coolness of like cats I don't know he gives me cat guy <laughs> vibes someone please reassure me that Jeremy Swayman gives you cat guy vibes I do think because I feel like a lot of guys don't like cats I think he's not one of the cat haters he's someone that understands yeah the intricacies of a cat. Yes. <laughs> like you have to get it. Yes. Yes. To understand cats. And I yes. think he does. <laughs> I am 1000% with you. I think that that is a fact. He gets it. He gets them. Also, shout out to Vinny, Sarah's cat. Love you, Vin. Psychopath. You're such a bitch. Psychopath. Um, <laughs> So I see you want to talk about our favorite team, the Riptide, the Bus and Tide. Oh, yeah. Um, what's up with the rip? <laughs> what's up with the rips, baby? Well, our beautiful, wonderful Riptide, whom we love so much. Number one, we are actually the number one fans. Okay, we are like the number two Jeremy Swayman fans. We, can't, we are the number one Riptide we're fans. I don't fuck what anyone says. We were here first. <laughs> It was me. Uh, I so, was here first, actually. <laughs> I am the, I am the Riptide fan. <laughs> Fuck with me. You know, I got it. 
our ripside upset the Toronto Rock <laughs> and ended their four game win streak, baby. All right. It's yeah. fucking good. Cause I said they did find their footing. Like they're in their groove. They're good. They're a good fucking team. They're going to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. And the Riptide came in. Oh, granted, they were at home and they're playing Toronto again next, or I guess this weekend, at their home um, arena in Hamilton, Ontario. It's not even they're gonna Toronto. win. Matt, oh, I don't know if I go that far, but you know what? Yeah. <laughs> For all the people on Twitter who say Jeff Teat is overrated, you're full of fucking shit. <laughs> See, but like. Half those people are saying it as a bit, but then there's people that like go and reply to it and agree with them. Like, cut the cameras. You the just cameras. Like, this is a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> like, please don't expose yourself like this. And of course, the boy, <laughs> Jeff Teat, had a huge night. Callum Crawford had a huge night. What more can you ask from our one? What a time to be alive. What more? And Talk your <laughs> shit. Talk your silent <laughs> shit, Jeff Teat. Talk it. i hope to god he doesn't watch this (laughs) i was watching i hope he does and i hope he doesn't i was watching all his (laughs) not just him i was watching the post game conferences from the riptide toronto game and i saw because he didn't i've never really seen him do a ton of media availability and i saw him like at first i watched his coach whenever i was like oh like just me it's like three minutes and it's just like so awkward. I love him. And I was watching. Oh. Are we having a guest appearance? We haven't had a guest appearance in a minute. Oh, wait, no, the dogs are here. No, send him in. <laughs> what? Oh, it's just Millie. Oh, 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 it's Miss Girl. It is Miss Girl. Lily, say hi. I know you love the attention. Come here. Okay, or not. She looks like Dobby, so whatever. See ya. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Anyways, Jeff Teat, supremacy, continue. Yes, always, always Jeff Teat, supremacy. The Riptide, they're going back to play Toronto again. The, now they have Dan Lomas. I don't want to butcher his last name. Dan Lomas is returning this weekend. That's very exciting. Big weekend for the Riptide. Big weekend. We love that for them. Go Riptide. That the was the only upset, though. Panther City. Yeah! Our boys from Panther City got their first home win. They beat Vancouver. It was a very back-and-forth game. I was watching. I was like, I this could go either way. I really don't know what the fuck is about to happen. It was a lot. <laughs> They got their city supremacy. (laughs) The two bottom teams. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Jags fan, bitch. (laughs) We're not all blasted from Boston. I know, and that's I'm like watching the NLL, and like I said, check your privilege. I sent our Slack chat the other day because I was like going over who I want for two of the week. And I was like, oh, it's possible I might have developed kind of a riptide bias. It's like, well, like they're like, yeah, you have. You yeah, have. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I have. And what's wrong with it? It's okay. And I was like, hell yeah. But yeah, yeah there's a lot of upsets, which I wouldn't call Saskatchewan winning over Colorado upset. They're another one that was like back to back. They lost to them the weekend before in Worth. Colorado. Or 
yeah, it was in Colorado, I think. And then they came back to Saskatchewan this weekend. They won. Now they're up to three wins on the season. So they're kind of back to the playoff front there, the Western Division. Me and Mackie talked about this. They're like, okay, that's like a good first step. But like, they're going to have to win at least one of their next two games to like mm-hmm. stay in that. And I still think they're going to have to make moves at the trade deadline, which we can get to eventually down the road. Colorado lost. San Diego lost, which is very surprising because they are at, they still are at the top of the West, but they lost to an Eastern Division uh, team in Albany, which mm-hmm. Albany is also very good. They were on a three-game losing streak, so that was good for them to win that one. But yeah. I like watching San Diego Seals play. I think they're an exciting, like, good offensive team. I so I was like a little disappointed. I'm like, maybe I just like all Western Division <laughs> teams in the Riptide. Because I also like Vancouver, and they also lost. But they lost to Panther City, so. It's okay. We'll I much it. prefer Panther City. <laughs> But yeah, it was a invest in our metaverse. <laughs> a weekend of a lot of upsets, and now this weekend Saskatchewan's going to Panther City, and I don't like. I know technically that's like Saskatchewan's already beat Panther City at home. I'm like now I'm just kind of hoping for chaos, and that Panther City's randomly going to beat him again. <laughs> Hope so. Or not again, but beat them a first time, but get another win at home and just kind of fuck with the whole Western division. Cause I, I love that. I like the chaos. We love the chaoticness. <laughs> it's like my life is literally the Elmo on fire meme. <laughs> yeah. So it's perfect. Like keep it coming. Keep it rolling. So, um, so I want to talk about the Jags really quick, just because there were a couple things that happened while we were off with them. Um, I want to talk about draft season really quick. I don't, do you have, I, I doubt you have any feelings about the Patriots draft yet. Zero. Okay. Um, so I, I'll talk about the Pats for a second. I think that the biggest headline for me surrounding the Patriots that I've seen, I was listening to, uh, Felger and Maz talk about it today is if the Patriots should take a receiver in the first round. And sort of the argument around it has been the talent that's been found in later rounds of the NFL draft at that position. And it's kind of one of those positions you haven't really needed to draft early for. And I'm kind of on that side of things, looking at like the people who have been drafted pretty late in the last few drafts, like you know, you look at people like Debo Samuel and DK Metcalf, like they've been drafted so much later that I don't think that that should be a point of emphasis for the Patriots. Um, (laughs) I, I just, I don't know. I think that they need to go all defense early. Like I think that that would be the best thing that they could wind up doing for themselves. Um, but the Jags draft in particular is making me really anxious just because so Mel Kuyper is kind of famous for his mock drafts. He usually gets things pretty right. Um, and I saw that. So personally, I am the kind of person who likes to draft. I don't know about you or how you feel about it. I like to draft value over need. Do you have a preference? I've never really thought about it, but now that you say it, I feel like, yeah, that. I think that's the best way to approach things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's something that the Jaguars haven't really done. (coughs) The only time that I've seen them do it, hopefully successfully, not that we know right now, but the only time that I've seen them do it in the moment over the last few years was when they took um, Trevor Lawrence and then- yeah. Yeah, like you you have to do that. You and and you had a running back in the first round, you know, that you hope is kind of gonna work out well with Trevor Lawrence after that. But I don't know. So, but that's something I don't think that they've done well. And the thing that I kind of have seen with this draft 
is that they have the Jaguars have taken an offensive tackle over one of the two edge rushers who are kind of, you know, the superstars of the draft and Evan Neal, the offensive tackle from Alabama and then Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that that's just, I would rather have one of those two than take someone like Evan Neal, which I know we need. And we saw the Super Bowl is kind of proven with what happened to Joe Burrow. Like he needed an offensive line. But I, I think that the value in those two edge rushers is a lot higher. But I saw that Mel Kuyper had, and I, I, if you know how to say his name, please let me know. This is just the <laughs> research that I've done. Um, Akeem Ikwanu from the offensive tackle from NC State, who wasn't even really on anyone's radar at first, but now he has the Jaguars taking them early. But I did have to say that I think he's grown on me a little because I learned that his name means my effort will not be in vain. And that's kind of fucking badass. Ooh. Even though I do think that I would prefer Evan Neal over him if we were going to take that position in the first round of the draft. That's just kind of what one of the headlines that's been surrounding the Jags. So I wanted to talk about it. Um, the combine mm-hmm. is also this week and Doug Peterson's interview. He's, he's growing on me a little bit. I'm going to throw that out there as well. Um, Something, my last point about the Jags I wanted to talk about is they are the Hall of Fame game this year against the Raiders in Canton, Ohio. And I kind of want to go. In Ohio? Yeah, to Canton. It's like a 10-hour drive. I don't know. I kind of want to go. This is like a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and I kind of want to go. True. So I think I'm going to. I found two tickets in the fourth row for like, 250 bucks a person and I might like pull trigger on them I kind of want to go I say do it (laughs) should we go to Ohio Ohio yeah yeah. the worst state in America I'm like when else will I go to Ohio honestly (laughs) should this be our fall trip okay all right all right I will look into tickets and hotels that can be our fall trip we'll go ahead and plan that especially since we don't know what's going on with baseball and if we're going to make it to a brewers game we should just full send yes down all right we'll do it um and the only other thing I want to talk about is the Celtics are playing the Grizzlies tonight John Morant the potential NBA MVP has been killing it um, and I think that it's going to be a really interesting game. I'm actually going to watch this and build some furniture, I think. Um, but the conversations that I've seen kind of surrounding them in like Boston media is thoughts about him versus like the Brown and Taylor Brown and Tatum talent wise conversation. A lot of people have been asking, you know, if you would take one of them right now or John Moran right now. And I, I'm excited to see kind of these arguments be solved tonight. I'm excited about it. I love John Moran. I do have his jersey. If you have ever seen my jersey rack back here, I do own it. And I, I love him. I don't know. Like, it just, he's kind of one of those stories that if you followed from the beginning, it's cool to see where he's gotten. So I will be watching the Celtics game tonight. Um, by the time you're hearing this, we will have seen what goes down with that. But I guess you can kind of, this is a pretty good show as we like kind of move towards like our closing stuff. Yeah, like, I say. We've covered a lot. We've covered a lot and we've had some really good conversation, I think. Yeah. Um, good for us. Yeah, good for us. So <laughs> moving on to our pop culture shit of the week. I see that you have something that I have another question for you for, but I want to see what you have to say about this before I ask you my question. Okay, so yeah, for my pop culture thing of the week, Sydney Sweeney is engaged. This is very heartbreaking for literally everyone ever. 
I would say. I'm like, it does not matter who you are, what your sexual sexuality is. Sydney Sweeney being gay is like, we've all fucking lost. Icon. <laughs> we've all collectively lost. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good Time for her. They've been dating. I'm like, they've been dating, I think, since 2017. And I've seen interviews with her. Like, he's definitely like rich, but he's not like super famous or anything. And, yeah, like, I've, such, I've like, seen him. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to date anyone that's like famous or in the spotlight because I like to just be known like as who I am and know mm-hmm. that person's dating me for who I am, like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, like I respect that. Like Good for her. they seem very cute and happy together. Like I'm so mm-hmm. happy and I'm so excited to see what her wedding dress looks like. But yeah. I'm like, what an L for us all. <laughs> yeah, totally an L for us all. Um, yeah, I love Sydney Sweeney. I think that she's dope. I think that all of her body positivity stuff is pretty freaking sweet. Um, I, I'm going to warn people listening to this who don't want euphoria spoilers that I'm going to ask you something that is going to spoil euphoria. So, um, fast forward to our tea party. We always have our timestamps down below. Um, but fast forward to that. If you don't want to spoiler right now, I need to know. So Jason was supposed to catch up on euphoria. He was supposed to watch the first episode because I watched the first episode and he never did. And now it's too late. So I'm definitely not going to go back and watch it at this point because I'm way too lazy and I feel like I've seen a ton of shit on Twitter. Can you yeah. summarize the entire season for me and like a, a little recap real quick, just because I need yes. to know what happened and like what the points were because I'm like nosy and curious, but I'm way too fucking lazy to go watch the entire season alone. Okay. So with Rue and Jules, Rue relapsed and like, she just hit rock bottom. Okay. By the end of the season, she gets it. Like her mom, like gives her a lot of tough love and in the last two episodes you see her she looks a lot healthier like Mm -hmm. she definitely seems happier her and Lexi seem to be getting close again Jules and her are no longer a thing because that's very obvious they're like a toxic relationship going on there at the end of the second uh, the finale Jules comes over is like I still love you like I just want you to know that and then Bruce just like okay like have a good life felt like this just isn't good for us which I'm like hell yeah sister good for you I'm like okay. yeah that's right focus on your sobriety we love that so okay that's what's going on with like Rue and Jules Jules also like cheated on Rue at some point but like honestly with like Dominic Fife's character a whole thing is like stupid anyways mm. the Cassie Nate um uh, Maddie, Maddie drama. drama so as I'm sure you figured out from Twitter like right away Cassie hooked up with Nate at the beginning of the season and they continued to hook up Okay. Then they Maddie did not find out like obviously she was broken up with Nate but like they're mm-hmm. kind of cross game back together but he's super abusive manipulative you obviously know. we we all know that we've all been and, there I would say who hasn't <laughs> that? Who which hasn't one Nate honestly <laughs> take your but, pick so then Rue like ends up saying it was when they're like kind of staging an intervention for Rue and like Cassie like says stupidly to her she's like, just take it one day at a time like stay strong and everyone's like shut the fuck up with your Pinterest as quotes and then Rue's just like hey like because she saw Cassie get into Nate's truck one night and she didn't say anything she's like hey Cassie how long are you fucking Nate's shakeups and like it was a huge thing and then finally we got to see, because they held you out for three episodes before you could actually see Maddie swing on Cassie. We finally got to see it. She fucked Cassie's shit up, as expected. <laughs> also, Nate already dumped Cassie at this point. So. <laughs> Zoinks, And you. Nate got his dad arrested for, like, child pornography and stuff. And like, there's just a lot going on there. The good news is, oh, and big part, everyone loves Fezco and um, Ashtray. Ashtray's dead. 
dead. What happened? Going to jail for sure. Um, so do you know? Did you, you saw the first episode season, yeah. right? Yeah. And you know, Faye, the girl who's like living with them, and how like someone killed someone, and yeah. then, like they're also mm-hmm. drug dealers. So it's this whole mm-hmm. big thing. Yeah. And it came out that like they killed this guy Mouse, and so then the police showed up and raided Fezco's house. Like the drugs are here about the murder too. Mm. And then Ashtray's like this defensive ass little like ten year old. He has a gun. He's like shooting at the police, so they just straight kill them. Even though Fez is like, hey, like, just put your hands up, like, let it go, Rip. like, just surrender, like, Rip. all this stuff. But he's like, no, we're protecting my brother. Shoot the fucking police. They straight up kill him. Fez definitely going to jail. He missed Lexi's play. And Lexi's all upset. And we don't know what her reaction is to the whole mm, thing yet. And it's tough. just sad because they were so cute together. I love the, like, little, like, you know, Lexi is, like, cute little girl. And then, like, drug dealer Fez goes to stop. <laughs> tough looks man tough it, it was looks. a lot okay it was a lot, but I will admit the finale itself was kind of underwhelming just okay. because I kind of expected everything to play out that way also I'm like so deep in euphoria tiktok that I think mm-hmm. I knew every spoiler already but okay yeah it was all a right. lot <laughs> all right well that was that was all I needed to know I'm definitely not gonna watch it um my pop culture shit of the week Jack Harlow I don't know if you saw this um jack harlow the rapper is now an actor in i think it's white guys can't jump like a like a remake or a spinoff or Mm -hmm. something like that and i'm just like good for him but i'm just confused like i just didn't i like i didn't know that this was like a passion of his i guess i feel like it's not i just feel like no one has a better pr agent than jack harlow Mm. you see jack harlow's face everywhere everywhere all this positive shit about him like how hot he is how talented he is i do love jack harlow i will fully admit i feed right yeah. into that shit yeah <laughs> i'm like whoever is his pr agent is working overtime because that guy is everywhere it's true yeah i didn't even think about it like that that's actually a good point and i that that makes sense um so <laughs> i want to get to our tea party of the week before we get to our tweets um i love your tea party segment so can you talk to me about it yeah, so it's not finalized. It sounds like they're still in the interview process, but basically the Red Sox, like, they came out with who they're, not just the broadcasting booth, the entire broadcasting team is going to most likely be, you know, you have, um, what's his, I think Kevin Euclid, like Kevin Millar, and then also uh, Maz. I'm which, watching Felger and Maz right now, yeah. They were talking about it yesterday. People, like, say a lot of shit, like, I don't like Maz in the terms of Felgren Mass, but I do no. think he knows a lot about baseball. He does. That show that they have him on now, they're just like, the whole thing is being negative about the Red Sox. And they're it's like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, if he's on Nesson, they're not going to, it's not going to be like that. But I'm like, seriously, it's entirely a white podcast team. Oh, dudes. You start like not ever saying they've been great with the diversity but I'm like it seems like over the last like few years they were stepping in the right direction (laughs) like the Orioles have Melanie Newman who's like their play-by-play like Mm -hmm. up in the booth and then we just have like don't get me wrong I want Eck there as long as he wants to be the rest of them like Dave Ryan whatever about the others like whatever how do you go from Garen Austin and Jemai Webster to like what 
are we regressing? What are like, I can't say anything obviously, but like, I am frustrated. I just saw it in like, I think some Boston account made a collage and like, I'm like, why would you do this? Because it just look at the collage of all their faces together. I'm like, this is such a terrible look. (laughs) Yeah. Um, any person any of these guys could just say for besides act because he's like orange (laughs) yeah i i this is just another reason for me to not want baseball and that's (laughs) on i just i can't do it i just no i'm done um (laughs) my tea party segment i don't know if you saw this i'm sure you did because i know Mm -hmm. you're on tiktok I want to talk about Annie Agar. I was a big Annie fan. Like, I like that she could poke fun at people. I like that she could poke fun at herself. I kind of have, I don't want to say a, a similar stick because I don't think I poke fun at people the same way that she does. But like, I I, I get that sense of humor. Um, so I appreciated that there was someone who was willing to like have that. But it came out. So I think she'd been kicking Jags fans and Jags Twitter for a hot second. And someone finally got fucking sick of it. And they went and like dug up her old like Trump rally tweets, yeah. like her racist <laughs> ass fucking comments, all this crazy shit and got her like beyond canceled. I don't even know if she's come back to Twitter since I unfollowed oh, her. She posted a TikTok yesterday and like she tried poking fun at herself too. Like, oh, kids say the darnest things when they're young. Like it was supposed to be some like spoof of something. The replies. I need to go I look at that. Leave. I would have deleted my account right there. There is a reply of just one person doing like five tweets in a row, booing her. And they all had like over a hundred likes. So I was like, girl, cut the cameras. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Like, and she gained followers <laughs> out of it too. That's the crazy thing. Like she, thousands. Really? Yeah. 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 So did someone else that we have chat about in silence, actually. Yes. um but yeah so that's what I wanted to talk about uh that's that is the tea that was the most tea we've ever given um but yeah I'm kind of like at the point where I'm just like I don't know and like everything that I fuck all that I'm no I'm good uh I do want to talk I don't know if you have any tweets of the week I've had some crazy shit I I actually I think that I had my first kind of like fuck Twitter moment recently like so just like you know how like sometimes you'll be over Twitter like people that reply to you and stuff like that I think it was the first time that I was just like this app is so fucking stupid sometimes but oh yeah like it was just kind of one of those like it was like my first real moment where I was like this isn't fun yeah (laughs) yeah I completely get that moment yep yeah yeah so I had one of those but I also wasn't really on Twitter a ton because I had a concussion. So the only kind of tweet that I can think of that I actually fucking cried laughing at last night, like when I tell you I cried, like I have a video of me on my phone fucking crying at this tweet. <laughs> Anthony, our and king, I tweeted that my neighbor told me that her cat has feline HIV and it blew my mind, like blew my mind. I did not know that that could happen. And I felt so bad for the cat. So I was like, just so confused. And I tweeted about it. And Anthony tweets me back and he says, Kendra, bussin' news. My cat does not. 
I I can't start laughing at that tweet because I will actually pee myself right now. But it was so fucking funny that to the point where What's I was name, pause, pause, pause. Shout out, pause. Shout out, pause. <laughs> the homie. But no, I just I I was I was laughing so hard that I had to take a video of myself because it was so absurd. <laughs> Well, the only tweet that I think of just like recently also has to do with Anthony. I like made my tweet like thread today about the whole mini golf thing, whatever. And someone quote is like, tag yourself on the insecure man. And Anthony response just goes, I am the golf ball. <laughs> I love him so much. I just Anthony, we love you. We know you're you're watching this on YouTube right now. We love you. Truly a king. <laughs> Shout out. Anthony Buss and King always um so I only have one closing thought and it's that we are going to the Revs game on Saturday at 1 30 yeah. home season opener super <laughs> excited let us know if you're gonna be there actually you won't need to let us know if you're gonna be there because this is coming out on Saturday and we will already be there <laughs> so uh, if you saw us what's up um but I also want to add congrats to Matt Turner uh he actually is going to Arsenal but he was the Revs goalie uh is going to be a dad so that's it congrats to Matt Turner yeah um Sarah do you have any closing thoughts yeah just kind of more on a serious note I'm sure you saw all this stuff yesterday about Katie Meyer she was on Stanford soccer team she passed away unexpectedly and he's just kind of another reminder just like I saw one of her, I think it was one of her teammates, like, posted this really nice, like, thing, like, we always say, like, oh, check on are your people, like, all this stuff, but, like, do more than just, like, check in on your people, yeah. like, really, like, go that extra mile, like, especially, like, you don't know what people are going through, I think it's, like, a perfect example of it, just because mm-hmm. this is someone that, on the outside, we're all, like, wow, like, look at this girl, like, she has her life, like, all mm-hmm. together, like, she's so talented, she's so smart, like, yeah. all this stuff, and it's just really sad to see something like this, like, happen anytime but just like when you see someone that like people do know because like if you follow soccer in any like college soccer like women's soccer in any extent like you probably know who she is yeah and I don't know it's just so sad like that yeah it's tough the yeah. world's tough life the world's tough. tough right now the world is tough right now um yeah so I I think that that's it for us thank you so much for listening to our comeback we love you guys so much. Uh, please tweet us your thoughts about the episode. Uh, follow us at Satin Seltzers Pod on Twitter, at Saturdays and Seltzers on Instagram. Uh, we love you guys. Like I said, I just can't say that enough. Um, keep on sticking out, and we'll see you next week. Wake up in the morning, check the time, and then the vibe smooth. Peanut butter curves with jelly above the thigh. Tell them no free sample if they ever want to try. Gotta buy the whole damn pie. If you ever want to slice, that's the truth. Only tell the truth. What the hell you do? You got that juice. Fresh squeeze from Q. I can tell you new, and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute. Cause they love that view. Keep looking at you. Ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Uh. Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> With your host.
Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go.